Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello, it's Amanda here and thank you for coming to the podcast today. Today is day 19 of this Stepping Out Challenge and I'm going to be talking about a series that I did called Clearing the Clutter. So let's get on. Now, for those of you who've visited my blog and seen some of my posts, you would know that I'm a collector. Not necessarily of antiques, I have a range of different things I like to collect, which can vary. I used to like collecting stationery, art journals, art supplies, stone shells, and many other things, depending on how I relate to the object. And when I look back over my childhood, my dad and my grandmother were the same. So I guess it's passed down the family. My dad used to collect power tools, DIY supplies and anything electrical and I only understood just how much he had after he passed away and we were sorting out his lockup. I'd never seen so many tools and supplies and a warm fuzzy glow came over me as I looked at the things and I handled everything. And um, we had to clear out the lockup, but I wanted to hold on to everything. And I moved everything that he had into my um, apartment at the time. And I guess I just wasn't ready to let go. But there were some things that I now regret letting go, like his Singer sewing machine. Because I now sew in my mixed media work and now I don't have it because I cleared it out and um, thought I was doing really well and it's just like what were you thinking so over the years I looked through his things and realized that a lot of his things could transfer over into my mixed media and um, so they were things like he used to um, I don't know whether it was a hobby but he used to make shoes Um, and he had all the cutting supplies and even had the shoe thing that you make and I don't know where that went I think my brother had that Um, but I held on to the things that cut into the leather Um, he had a it was a a sharpener that you put the pencil into the thing and you twirled it and it sharpened it and so I kept things like that and then other little things that it's only over time that I realized oh my gosh look you know I use um, the dowel not dowel um pointy thing the pokey thing that you press like you would use it to um i guess in wood put a hole a mini hole to guide the nail the nail in but i use that when i'm also now um creating handmade books and making the signatures and you would put that it's all <laughs> you would press the all into the paper several sheets of paper and that would then make the whole. So I guess by the title of this post you're thinking to yourself clearing the clutter not 
um, amassing more. What's that about? Okay. So we all have things cluttering up our home. Apart from those people who are ultra organized or who live very minimalist. But for most of us, one day you're saying to yourself, I must move those things. And before you know it, if you're not careful, you'd be invited to take part in a show like Hoarders. Is anybody there yet? So how many of you have clothes that you brought over five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years? Are you still wearing them? I mean, fashions come and go all the time and fashions come back into fashion. What, have what you got serving a purpose? Now, I will admit I have dresses I brought about 20 years ago, but when I brought them, they didn't fit. Who's done that before? I'll slim in into it one day, you'll say, but does it fit you now? Thankfully, I lost quite a bit of weight over the past few years, and it's like I now have a wardrobe full of clothes, and it's just like, look at that. Um, mentally, though, I still see myself as bigger, and I've held on to a few of the larger sizes, and sometimes when I put them on and they're kind of like floating on me, and you just think, this looks silly, you need to... Get rid of this, it's too big. This is not a post about clothes and what fits me. It's about the mentality and the emotional attachment that convinces us to hold on to the things with the saying that you never know when you're going to need it. So I've watched all of the hoarding programs in the past and I've heard all the arguments about letting things go. And I know but I have proved to myself time and time again where the very thing I've got rid of is the very thing I end up needing, usually the next day. So where does that lead you? It leaves you wishing you never gave the item away in the first place, like my dad's sewing machine. Maybe it was because it was my dad's and there was an attachment after it had been given away. But I have to let go of that emotional attachment thinking about this sewing machine and what it, you know, what I should have done. But anyway, that said, I identified items that I wanted to deal with as part of a challenge and gain some order around my home with a place for everything and everything in its place. Have you heard that saying? And so I made a list and... I'll briefly go through some of the list. Well, I'll briefly go through the list. So the main things on the list were things like I've got loads of handbags that, you know, you end up using your favourite and the rest just sit in a container. Do something with them. Sort out clothes that either don't fit you, are tatty, or you've never worn them. Old makeup products and things that have gone out of date, get rid of them. Old jewellery. And whilst this is on the list... I now use my old jewellery and broken pieces in my mixed media work. So they've been repurposed. Um, recycled paper and shredding. Again, I use my, I make my own paper clay. So the recycled paper and the shredding goes into that. And the recycled paper is also used for um, background pages. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting isn't it old paint supplies that are not used I, I don't like throwing away 
or given away to that matter. Now, actually, I do give away some of the art supplies, especially when I've got duplicates. Um, shoes, things that you've, again, things that you don't wear, things that are taking up space that you could, you know, thin them out a bit. You know, it's it's like they're taking up space and nothing new can come in. What about on your computer? How many photographs can you realistically use? I mean, when I last looked, I had over 10,000 images that I had taken. Um, emails on the computer, how many um, things have you signed up for? And sometimes it feels like it's easier to just delete the emails that you're not never going to read. But maybe unsubscribing from them, whilst it takes a little bit of, you know, time, it actually saves time in the long in the long run. Um, books that you're no longer using. I have specific books that I now um, I used to read a lot of novels, um, unless it's by my favourite um, authors. And I've I've I I think I spoke yesterday on some of my favourite authors. Um, so those books I would keep, but other books um, by other writers that I'm not necessarily going to read again, I would either sell them or give them away, give them to a charity store. Um, so some of the books I've got now that I would hold on to are my art process books, art books, anything to do with art I would keep, anything to do with writing, journaling, Again, anything to do with our art supplies, I'll keep. Um, anything by motivational um, or anything that's related to gardening, herbs, um, horticulture, uh, are things that I keep. So it's art, mate, art and horticulture kind of books that I've got. I mean, I have got others that, as I say, I haven't let them go because... Not that it's sentimental, but they are actually really good books that I would read again. And um, they have a value. They have a value for me. Um, and as long as they're kept in a reasonable condition. So it's really just going through through books and going through papers. Um, I wrote a lot of poetry. So that was one of the things on the list um, to sort them out, not necessarily to get rid of them, to get them typed up. So I think they were typed up and um, to get them on the computer and in some sort of order, do what are you going to do with it? So as I say, if you go onto my blog, you'll see the 30 things that I had identified that I was going to do one a day. And um, I don't know why my son's room was on that. And I think what I what I did in the end was there were some images of rooms for boys and I wanted him to kind of see some of them and see how he could transform his room because I think he's picked up the negative aspects of um, the <laughs> clutter, the negative aspects of a clutterholic. Um, and I mean, at one point, like at one point I was like, um, like I make my own handmade, uh, journals. And so I would often recycle, say cardboard and use it. And then I found him kind of holding on to papers and cardboard. And it's not, it wasn't that he was making a journal. It was just like, I'm going to make something with it. This was when he was younger. And it was just like, it was so funny that I can see that you've picked up my collecting, um, habit, but you're not kind of, 
you can't just collect it for collecting sake and I say that and there may be things that I have done anyway let's move on so as I said some of the things were to do with the household and others were to do with my art supplies and general items but was a big and jumbled list and just even talking about it makes me wonder what I was thinking so I knew I needed to have a clutter purge every month and you have to do something um, on a regular basis for it to stay clear and I wanted to see if I could find a home for some of the things that I had amassed and the aim by the end of the month was to have areas that were streamlined and items finding a good home. And so clearing the clutter challenge was born. I definitely learned a lot by doing the challenge. Come back tomorrow and see how I got on, the big mistakes I made and how I overcame the challenges I set myself. So tomorrow I'll share the second part from my Clearing the Clutter series and I hope that this month you have found some time to challenge yourself and be creative. I mean, we have, what, about 11 more days left to the month and you can do an 11-day challenge, a 7-day challenge or you might be in the middle of a challenge yourself so it would be great to hear from you and see how you're getting on. Um, so join me for the rest of October, as I say, you know, it's about 11 days, um, 11, 12 days left as we dive into some exciting challenges and look at ways in which they can impact your life. So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Take care for now. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.